Uh, hello and welcome to When Will Them's movie podcast, where we watch the movies. We start with one, we work our way down the series. Is that fair to say, Charles? What? Sorry, I was looking over there. You said we start at one. Correct. And work our way down? I don't know, down the list. What about up? That's interesting. I guess it's nice to think that we ascend with I mean, most of these. I would say that you might be thinking in bug terms, and I'm thinking in Christian terms. Fuck, make you think. You go down underground where the big bug lives, and I uh, soar our, to the heavens. Our mystery guest did point out that this movie was pretty anti-Semitic, which we do have to talk about. We've got to talk about it. But uh, before we do that, uh, some weather today, huh? The rain, the about? snow. Hey, you like, you like the weather? Doing... You like the weather in New England? Wait five minutes. Get the fuck out. Oh wait, wait five minutes. My neighbor I said, you, she, "I tell you, she's going to move like fifteen minutes south. She can't take Lanesboro anymore." Yeah, she's got to get out of this crazy. Uh... <laughs> she thinks Lanesboro is that's just like a nexus of bad weather. Yeah, God, you know, being in Lee will change everything. Hey, that's blasphemy. Well, that's the show. We're not doing a weather report. Big thanks to uh, special <laughs> guests for showing up. Been a pleasure. Thanks for coming out. You guys speak up. It's been a pleasure. Oh, Too loud. So much. I don't know. I don't know. Say it, do no, it again. No, looks great. Looks. It's been a pleasure. That looks perfect. That's pretty good. It's afraid. <laughs> is Mike afraid? I don't think Mike's afraid. So this is a. I'm a loving podcast. this. What? This all's come together for this. This is this was the dream when I got this couch. You mean wow. like the, the presence of a, a guest a on the couch? A third person on the couch. I didn't really when imagine. Charles got the couch with three large cushions. He was like, "What if one person was on each cushion?" Can you just introduce me so I can talk? This nah, is what <laughs> you quite. don't have to. Those aren't rules. No we one follow. told you, you couldn't, man. Yeah, the, we the don't real follow those bug rules. Is in your head, my friend. Okay, hi, I'm Casper Van Dien. We got Casper um, Van Dien and Rico himself. It's crazy. Mr. Van Dien, what a get! Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come to Massachusetts. It's not a pleasure. Okay. No, so enough. we were talking it's about the Lanesboro. weather. Look, Mr. Van Dien, I just want to get out there and ask the question on all of our minds. You, you, you opted out of two. I stand by that choice. You stand by that choice. Um, didn't did you, you didn't watch it? Two. Did you seen two? Uh, I haven't seen two. Ooh, that, that really that made a this a, a really so exciting cool. movie experience for me. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I really, I really try to be in on these movies when they're about a really concrete theme. You know, like I want a message. It's true, sure. At the end of the movie, and I think we can all agree that the message of this movie was, "Well, Catholicism will save us all against the bug threat." Yeah. Also, Jews are bad. Maybe Jews are bad, <laughs> and you should be Catholic. My God, yeah. hi. This I'm, is a good I'm, movie. This is Casper Van Dien, who firmly believes all of those things. Yeah, um, you can go to Twitter um, and at Casper Van Dien and ask. Would you think that's his ad? At me, at me on, against... on social media. I want to hear your thoughts about what I'm saying now. It's it's a C Van Dien real. Let's restart this. Hi, I'm Mike Landis. I'm Josh's older brother, and I'm oh, here to provide older a little oh, sense God. of. Normalcy and realism to what oh, you're going to ground a, a pretty sloppy show here. That's that's what I mean, I'll say. Is this? Yeah, the look of these cables. They're all. I should have done a better coded? job. I think they're beautiful. Charles they're color coded cable. cable. I did build a little stand, but it looks yeah. shoddy. Doesn't I all the work Charles do seem very important? I feel like if Donald Trump came into this room. Oh, freaking! Don't get me started on that guy. No, no, let's get started. I don't think he would like it. I, Donald Trump couldn't be caught dead. <laughs> I don't think he wants to be in, in a room this size. Yeah, this is way too small. <laughs> and this room. underground. He I, would take up a Do you think large, he ever goes... He's a, he's a large man. I'm not even saying Orange Hitler's fat. so fat. I think no, no. Maybe, maybe not as large as he's purported to be, but... Sure. I hear he's a hulking man looming over the east like the sun in the sky. Mm, like a like, like an angel. Like, well, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
you know, dude, this movie's bug. awesome. This movie, can you, you're gonna have to talk me down. I think this might be better than the first one. I'm gonna talk you down. Okay, well, I want to get some okay, reality so- check because I I <laughs> love that this goes to. You need the first one for this to make any sense, but I think this really does. Like, what if we just kept like pushing the knife in the wound for another hour and forty five minutes? No, okay, let's let let's entertain the good sides of this movie. And all joking so aside, all of the sides, okay. all of the sides, right? All of so what, what all, shape like, is all joking aside? Tetra. The, 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 the fact that you, That's a you, you hit upon the religion side of this, yeah, God, I think you are God, actually, God you know, there, there. If this is trying to keep the message of the first movie, which is like genuine satire toward the mobilization of people. This was, I think, a, a rather clumsy but ultimately uh, decisive message about the weaponization of Catholicism, right? They kind of mm-hmm. took a pretty circuitous route to get there, including the moment where we stopped the movie two-thirds of the way in. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, What's God going was to still not really a big yeah. part of right. it until the final half hour. Actually, I do want to counter, Mike. I do want to argue with you. I didn't bring on the show you just love to argue with you. But with here was my takeaways from the movie. God does seem to be back. A, <laughs> God's back. God's back. B, he's he's on our side. He's on our side. And C, he wants us to win. I just don't understand where you're coming from, Mike. Because at the end of this movie, what I took away from it was I should be like, like Rico is hot and cool. And everyone likes Rico. And he works really hard in the mobile infantry. And between God and the mobile infantry, I think we can beat the bugs. I want to know if Casper Van Dien put into his contract for this movie, I'm going to need some full profile shots with a light behind me. And then I got to get naked. Well, Mike, what what we've learned from this series is that the mobile infantry being hot is a huge part of these movies. Everyone's wicked hot. There's constantly big billboard shots of people doing full propaganda. It's sick. How about the close up on the woman's butthole in the propaganda video? Yeah. <laughs> yeah early that on. was yeah. Uh, wild. Hey, not everyone just wants to kill bugs. Some people want buttholes. It's, it's an Thanks, ad. It ad that gets everyone involved. Bugs and buttholes. That's the mobile infantry. So, okay, so often we find in these series that people double down on the wrong things about the series. And I think this is a weird thing where they like quadruple down on world building and it just every single decision actually kind of pays off. And we, Mike, you were talking I, about I wanna, at one point. Oh, I don't know. At, at one point, the Sky Marshal, Sky Marshal Catholic guy is like being fully recreated by like the intelligence officers of the, and like something that is fully out of a Philip K. Dick novel. Like, uh, and I, I was like, you know what? There's no reason why this needs to try so hard. And yet they, they tried everything in a thrilling way. Yeah. I was a little worried that it was going to get stuck on that first planet. On what was it, Ruko San? Ruko San. Ruko's. That's weird. We have suffered <laughs> two Landys yelling defeat. names of bug planets at me at the same time. Our, as it's a, not a bug planet yet, Charles. It was. It became a bug planet. Those fucking farmers. But can I, I like, go off for a minute? Can I go off? Those fucking farmers have to do their part. <laughs> All right, we're not. Gonna, Josh, we need to. We're not we gonna need beat the to, bugs. We, last episode we was a little all over the place. We can't be just jumping between angels and farmers. I believe in both. What can I yeah. say? It's just, I think <laughs> troubling that when we watch the Starship Troopers franchise, the propaganda of the films is actually having an impact on my brother. <laughs> this is what's happening, Mike. They said the Lord's <laughs> Prayer, and right. a halo said it of all the time. settled down from the ceiling above. Right. They said it multiple times. Right. It's the only. Is that our only prayer? Sorry. My only prayer. Yeah, I was gonna say we have so many prayers. Yeah, because you know yeah, my you, prayer. You, you only here, have a couple Charles. prayers. We have to constantly modify our prayers based on their proximity to other events in the year. 
It's very complicated. God, that it's sucks. Kind of, like we had Passover on Shabbat, and there was a very funny Jewish moment where I were like, "Fuck, we got to add like six more prayers to this fucking thing." We're like, "Oh, we got to get through tonight. We've got to add some more prayers." Do you have the the old man that tells you when? Like we have the Fred? guy, my dad. Yeah, no, we yeah. Live okay, but like if I do something, like if we all I live in the same house. if I steal a Twizzler from the grocers, you I go, go to I dad. go to the big man and I say I stole this, and then he says. Give me one of these and give me one of those. Do you have a guy like that? Um, I would say that Judaism is sort of agnostic on whether you're actually following the rules. It does not seem to be a, a real correlation between your behavior and what happens when you die in Judaism. Okay, but you don't. You're never. You're never um, prescribed prayer. No, no, like no. we are. No, we're not prescribed I prayer am. because we're supposed to do it every day, three times a day, Fuck. anyway. And it would be nonsensical to make that like a punishment because if you make it a punishment, you're already disrupting what is supposed to be. An Wait, do you think prayer activity. is punishment? Interesting. Well, but you're describing like you are prescribed a certain number of prayers, right? Is I don't that... think it was punishment. It's more like oh. a balm, like a soothing ointment you'd use if you get uh, a burn. Okay, say. well, would you, would you, okay, well, would you, would you pray if you this had a bird? This is good shit, this is theological shit. Hey guys, shit. can I say on behalf of our audience, this is great this is stuff. exciting. I am sitting back Theology. here, I'm sitting a glass of water, and Mike, while our minds may be on that city field down in Queens, the real battle of wills that I see is not betwixt the New York Metropolitans and the San Francisco Giants, but rather my good friends Mike and Charles. Yeah. Listener, and God, brother, baby. to when will it end? It's the movie show where we talk about theology. And the rich origins of monotheism in the film Starship Trooper 3, colon, Marauder. Marauder. Just simply <laughs> Marauder. I forgot. For, I, forgot. <laughs> I read um, Old Man in the Sea the other day. Is that the one where the old man goes fishing and then fucking mechs up in a massive armor suit full of guns? <laughs> Basically. Dude, <laughs> dude. the ending of... Uh, have you read the book? Yes. The ending is he catches... Of course he catches... Hold on. Spoilers. Sorry. Sorry. Charles, please. I, geez, I just gave Ralph to beat that out. If you haven't read... The old man in the sea. Skip ahead. Take a break. Look, there's a timestamp in the uh, the by in the, in the show notes in the show notes. Okay, and just click the show notes. Can but, you read that from here? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty up. Just uh, yeah, it's fourteen twenty seven. Great, yeah. Um, so We've we're been gonna talking for fourteen minutes. Yeah, it's, it comes it's naturally. Just... Uh, so we're gonna timestamp it to when we are done with the old man in the sea spoilers because I just I feel like shit if someone you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like someone did that to, with the Lost for me. Oh God! And I, now I can't watch Lost. I don't give a shit. You because they were all dead. No, the you whole should. Time. It was what? Was I didn't. What? what? I thought you knew. What are you talking about? Okay. You can't spoil me. Okay, what we'll do is can you time oh, my that? God. Look at the check the time. Got a squint. Okay, we've got two timestamps to like put in the four, show notes. Yeah, it's the Lost. It's the and Old Man in the Sea. And Josh lost. ruined two equally important. We well, no, he hasn't ruined no man. He doesn't get the sea. Cultural the icons. <laughs> he loses it. Well, no, he so he gets the fish. Then he loses it. And then like a thousand sharks attack him, and he hits them all in the head and kills yeah, he them kills all. Kills a couple of them or something. But, but then Wait, really? no, he kills like eighteen sharks. It's a wild sequence. Wait, we should do a whole episode about this. This is this is is this a series or just one? You're the talking old the, man in the sea is the it a serial? Yeah, it's the Seavers. Well, there's the How old many sequels. They do. There's older man in the sea. Okay, and the oldest man in okay, the sea. That sounds right. That's I mean, that's a good naming. Oldest convention. man for young man. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> Return a, to the sea. Before old man in the sea. Call yeah. the young man. Oh the shit! Before. Before old man in the sea. Colin. Young man in the sea. Old man in the sea. Six. Wait, wait, wait. Are you a? Are you a, a Berenstain Bear 
Are you Sex in the City? Really good. All right. Remember, it'd be funny if if it just crossover. Is it the old man in the sea? I just read the, the book. Mo- I don't. The old man and the and sea. the sea. The mold yes. man in the he doesn't sea, really make it into the, the sea. Uh, he's spends in a, a lot boat. of time he's trying to avoid being in the sea. Yeah. But he's in a boat, so he's in a way in the sea. Donnie's, the Donnie I'm subs. not trying to be a pedant, but he is sort of in the sea. I agree. Thank you. But he doesn't get wet. I'm uh, sure I think he gets wet. He gets wet. Are you fucking kidding me? Not in my, not in my mind. That guy stays dry the whole time. <laughs> you said, you, said you read this? You read this book? Yeah. You, you read okay. this? You read I mean, it? this is. I don't want to. I don't know what kind of people I'm talking to. Some people oh. don't. Cons- Paragonifs. Did he catch me? Paraelmo Ghanim. Elmo. Okay, okay. Some people consider this is the segue. Okay, a paragon. Okay. Let's talk about right. the absolute fine. You don't care. Okay, Mike, Mike, Mike. Blatant. Okay. Anti-Semitism so, of this movie. Holy listeners shit! Right, of but... the show know from our first episode in the series, and this is a direct. This is one of the classic canonic things about Starship Troopers. Paul Verhoeven, who grew up in Nazi-occupied uh, Denmark, I want to say. Yeah, I think Paul so. And who knows? One They're of the, all the one same. Of the wet ones. White people, wet. wet. Um, and he was like, I'm going to make a Nazi movie. And I'm going to sell it to Americans. I'm not going to say that they're Nazis, but it's going to be a Nazi movie. Can I read you just a review I found um, by James O'Helly from SciFiMoviePage.com? Frick yeah. The tone is, again, that of straight-faced camp and over-the-top humor. It is like the first movie, a war movie, but with the Nazis as the heroes this time around. That's sick. That guy rules. James, you might want to go back and, and watch re- the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Because that is also about well, Nazis. Okay, so it's just funny to me that we were talking earlier about how I didn't realize that Ed Newmeyer directed this until we sat down tonight. And the fact that this series has gone Verhoeven, Phil Tippett's directorial debut, and then I think Three is this Kings. Ed Newmeyer's directorial yeah. debut? Uh, it's a straight-to-video, $20 million sci-fi movie. It could very well be. I'll check. But anyway, we got Three Kings in but the it's house. Just, it's like, I didn't realize going into the series that it was all heavy hitters. Really? His only. Oh, my God. His debut and only directed so, so movie. Everyone involved in this franchise so far is fucking like really trying their best to push this world to its limit in different ways. Phil Tippett did that with effects and making a thing-based horror movie in the second movie. And Ed Newmeyer's like, "You know what? I'm going to build this world out so dramatically. I'm going to blow your mind right now." Mike, please. The this is a quote from Newmeyer. He says, "Where the first Hold on, like film... how did you find this quote? Wikipedia." No, but what'd you do to get to it? Mike Yes! <laughs> yes! Fourth King. That feels so good. He's oh, doing yeah. his part. We haven't done that in a long time. Uh, I'm glad it's the, back. Um, it's one of my favorites. Newmeyer <laughs> says that he sees the troopers as each reflecting different wars. Oh. Tell me which war this represents. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Can you say that? I was. Um... He says he says the troopers' films as each reflecting oh, okay. different wars. Oh. Which one does this one represent? I mean, I feel like I know the answer. What's the answer? It's got to be Vietnam, right? It's Vietnam. Right? But here we are. We're talking about Nazis. We're talking about Nazis. Wait, we're the America's the bad guys in Vietnam? Oh, God. Wait. Holy shit. Wait, I didn't want Were we the baddies? I just think that, like, we're having a whole conversation about Nazis, and this isn't World War II. He's doing this he about Vietnam. He already did World War II. Yeah, what? that's the first one. Well, yeah. no, I mean, Wait, what yeah, was yeah, two? Yeah. What's two? Two does not say. Hmm. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> Korea. Isn't this quote? Stop this is about Korea. How the state can use religion both badly and for good. Whoa, what's the good? Well, the what good is, is that, the good? The good Based is that on God that movie, supports... what is the good? What is the good? Maybe the bugs. What is the good? Uh, 
Oh, we're going to stretch here, Ed, aren't we? We should have got Ed on the program. Wait, did he write RoboCop 2? Because yeah. I'm concerned. He wrote that Oh, one? no, no. He just wrote RoboCop. Okay, thank God. Two. two is that lunatic who we hate. Yeah, a- Alan Moore. No, no the other guy. Alan Moore. <laughs> Joe, Joe, uh, Frank Miller. Frank Miller, like yeah. I always get Casper them confused. Sucks. Casper Van Dien had been willing to return for the second film, but said Phil Tippett wanted to go in a different direction. Mm, he did. Drama. He did go well, in a different we direction. We had Casper in earlier, and he could have mentioned that. I'm glad. See, this is, this is what's wonderful. This is one of those classic franchising bits where it doesn't erase one of the movies. We've seen full erasure before, but this does just pick up from one, as though the events of two, in this case, didn't not happen, but like it doesn't matter what happened in two. And I love that. I like that this is like a direct sequel to one, and we still get to have our two. Could this have happened concurrent to two? Could have happened any time. Because, again, I haven't seen two. Two know. is more of a microcosmic story. Yeah, two is definitely... a sliver def- of a budget. The first movie cost like $100 million. The second movie cost $7 million. This is more than that and looks a lot better, certainly. Yo, the fucking... The full-on TV show parts of this one might be the best of the entire movie. Yeah, that's, so see, that's where I... I, I was blown away. That's better than the I first one, I mean, it's like one, a third of the movie. That's it why I was, was running so in, raising my hand, saying this is better than the first one. Because, like, in some ways, it really does... And I think, I mean, as I want to still have this conversation about the anti-Semitism because I think this movie is so, just like the first one, so overtly satirical that this is from, this is a Nazi movie. So it's like, it doesn't have elements of anti-Semitism because that's like, that's what these people are. Yeah, they are anti-Semitic. They're full-on anti-Semitic. So what's interesting is that, and I think, Mike, this ties into real history shit, where basically it seems very clear the war is going really poorly because they're like, here's their new weapon, a shovel. And you're like, oh, funny. And And then he gets killed by the shovel. Yeah, and like the the entertainment and the public, like everything, like it seems like everything's getting more and more tawdry as they're trying to distract the masses more and more in a cruder, cruder way because clearly it's not going well. And then this movie is like trying to like rebut that, that rumor you've heard the war is not going good fuck you we rock god's with us so like they're scapegoating they're doing the same thing that everyone does to, to jews all to, to, to the elmo goniffs of the world always mm. which by oh god if elmo things are going Ghanif, bad you scapegoat someone looks like the nazi character of a jew <laughs> his last name means thief in yiddish and he's in a wheelchair he's the perfect hey, picture maybe, of someone who's wrong with society maybe god, judaism nazis, shit. yeah maybe judaism and is the good maybe, maybe that's what ed was thinking well, he's also about wearing a cross which is puzzling no no, no yeah. I, I think it's just like they're saying like this guy he's i think like, no i think that was the that was an iron cross because he used to be in he's a citizen and he used he did fight so he probably has some like he's of a, the nazi paraphernalia as well hmm like how that jo- that John Kerry hippie tried to be president, but we set him straight. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Really what is he up these... to these days? John Kerry? Yeah. Like a lot of boating, I had to guess. Fuck. Like boating. That guy's living the, the dream. Vineyard. I should, write, I should run for president. Yeah. And then lose. And then I can just go you're boating? The Con- you're, you're, the, you're definitely the Connor Roy of the hobby family. <laughs> Who's Connor Roy? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, cool yeah, guy. yeah. Cool I am guy. definitely the Connor yeah. Roy. Yeah, I, rewatching Succession season three, Connor. The Connor subplot is quietly so fucking amazing. You know what's weird yeah. is that my brother the heads he keeps running into over the course. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. My brother looks just like the other guy, the older brother, Alan Ruck. That's no. what we're talking. Jeremy Connor. Strong, Kendall. Jer- yeah, Kendall. Okay. My brother looks just like Kendall. <laughs> Phil looks a little like Kendall. He looks just. like But he's Kendall. way taller than Jeremy Strong, who's a small guy. Yeah, but when you cat when you're watching a movie, they could be ants. Wow. 
Dude, right? This is like when it's I all found out, tiny. Shit. I found out all the all the guys in the league are all five foot four. Or oh, something. dude, no, I See? saw Paul Shear. I went to a comedy Bang Bang thing at NYU once, and Paul Shear was in the lobby, and I was blown away at how small he was. One of them, he described his his pant size as. 34, th- 32, 30 or something. And then he had to correct himself and say 34, 30 or something. Or 30, 32. And they said 34, 32. I'm like, if that's, I mean, you're a small person. I'm 5'9 and I'm bigger than that. I don't know. It was a very well, weird. It was like, huh, Mike, everything proportionally is wrong. Larger than Paul Shear. I'm larger than Paul Shear. You have every reason to still love your life just as deeply and richly as Paul Shear does. I've come to terms with the fact that I'm taller than Paul Shear. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, suffice it to say, yes, I, 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 I get that this is a Nazi movie. Um, and you don't like Nazis? I'm not wild about them. Okay. Uh, can, can I just say thank you for your candor on the record? Yeah. Some people dodge that question. Right. I'm willing to be upfront about my... No, no, I no just... let me show you what I do. Uh, ask me, Charles. <clears throat> uh, I hear... Take some types <clears throat> in this crazy world. I... <sighs> even ask oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I hear you. Wait, should I ask if you do or you don't? I don't know. What do you Either throw one. The, you're the pitcher, my man. You're on the mound. Yeah. You're fingering Are those you gonna seams. Are going to wave me off? Don't make a joke. Don't make a joke. We see it in your like, brain. Okay, we don't saying, need a brain bug to tell us. saying the catchers wave off pitches. I have to keep <laughs> saying that's not how it works. Why would it? How would that happen? Because I just want the catcher to have something to do other he's than just... Do, he's throwing signs. That's doing something. He's, he's strategizing. Right, but he's just throwing signs to know what to catch, not not to tell them it's what he wants. I want him to get what he wants he sometimes. Why are you worried about catchers? They're the dogs of MLB baseball. So I hear you don't like here. Nazis. <laughs> Takes all types in this crazy yes. world. Yes. <laughs> That's how you handle it, Mike. That's how a politician handles it. Oh, well, you're a pinnacle of uh, Takes politicianship. Takes all types in this I, crazy uh, world. Uh, uh, what do we want to talk about? With I, w- I want to talk about all sorts of things. I got things um, on. I want to talk about the Sky Marsh. I want to talk about the the woman who sounds sort of like what's his name from the room. Tommy, we let's touch on her for a second because I got lots. Did you get her name? No, I I don't even know. The the lack of subtitles in the version of this movie that we were watching, I understood charitably thirty percent of what she was saying. That was really charitable. I had all I heard was bugs, and it sounded like birds. Birds everywhere. So crazy. I have no idea who was. Yeah, I know. See, I tried to find it. Sunday. Jingo Ryan, Link Mannion, Bull Brittles. <laughs> so this movie starts um, a classic Starship Troopers setting of a dark night scene with in, a, in an encampment where humans live, and there's bugs everywhere. And we are introduced to, we thought maybe she was at first Israeli, Lieutenant and then we're like, Berg. no, we're just she's just <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's niece, and she just uh, is. I love that they decide to have nonstop bug sounds and explosions and gunfire whenever she's talking too. So it's like they don't even <laughs> okay. want us to understand what she's saying. Brecchia is a French actress and model, French, best French? known for her role as Lieutenant Link Mannion in the 2008 yeah. American military science fiction film Starship Troopers Three: Colon. I hate the bugs. I hate the bugs. It is French. The bugs are everywhere. <laughs> and look, I am a, I am a, an expert on French people because I watched Death on the Nile last night. And you're and he's one. Belgian, and you're French, Lee. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, he's French. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I got I got two citizenships. I fought in Count two em. wars. <laughs> That's right. 
What and is it? Which the something guarantee citizenship? It's yeah. Service, uh, service, service yeah. guarantee citizenship. That's yeah. Great. You've served the French nation then. Mm-hmm. 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 French. In the war on good taste. My mon ami. Yeah, milked cows. Monarch butterfly. Monarch. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it seems like the Mets are winning this baseball. What are, you, what are we talking about? The Mets? Because the Mets are the best fucking team in baseball. Yeah, but you can just because the Mets are the best fucking team in baseball. I'm here to back him up this time. The, the Mets are the best fucking team hey, Josh? in baseball. Literally, Josh. This is our summer. It takes all kinds in, in this, this crazy, crazy world. world. Shit, do be making you think, Mike. Racism, so, good or bad? I'm I'm against. He's Mike, got a once again, bit you're you're tying yourself to these right statements. If one like, day, if one day, racism becomes good, we're gonna have audio right. of you saying it's bad. See, you see? The, the trick here is that you said racism good or bad, and I said against. That was a dodge, and you didn't even oh notice. My God. Fuck! He just taught the totters. Did I? Did I work in who politics does, for eight years or what? Does, oh my God! Who does be teaching the totters? You know, North Carolina, similar to some of the locations in this film, or not similar? What are we? See, now here's an area where I really want to not go on the record. Okay. Wow, good dodge. Just off the record. There is an area called the Sand Dunes in North Carolina. They got bugs? Uh, they do. <laughs> Some as large as what we saw on screen. Wow. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's having a laugh. I don't think he's being serious. You're, I'm never, you if, serious. if you're being serious, I'm never going to North That's Carolina terrible. again. Wait, are they really that big? Don't go to the Sand Dunes. Oh, oh my God. Fuck. All right, lesson learned. Um... So uh, we meet Johnny Rico. He's back. It's exciting because we get our Casper again. All sorts of... I think what this movie does is it throws a nonstop barrage of characters at us. And we expect, especially for a low-budget, direct-to-stars video this movie... This was actually released, my friend, direct-to-Blu-ray and DVD. What? What? This is a direct-to-Blu-ray? Direct-to-Blu-ray. Hell yeah. That's my favorite format. I know. Hell yeah. You love a br- I love this movie. This is definitely better than one, then. This is a direct-to-Blu-ray release. I love it. On your note about introduction of characters... We are 30, maybe 30 minutes into this movie when we get onto the ship and we're introduced to right. the whole ship. So this ship. is it. So we, we, we meet uh, the Berg lady. We meet the Sky Marsh. We meet Dix. We meet, what was her name? Lola? Yeah, Lola. Casper's Lola. back. Uh, we got, and then we got a whole crew of bodies that just blow up in wonderful ways. Look alike to what's his name from, uh, you know, um, the cop guy from... Good. Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, Dean Norris. Yeah, yeah the Dean, Dean, like Dean Norris look alike. There needs to be a, a, a death mm. of a Dean Norris look alike, and potentially Dean Norris himself in each of these films is yeah. what I'm predicting. So, and There's then Dean Norris inside all of us. This is this reminds me in a way of the opening to the final um, Jason movie, where we like get all entire cast of characters that are all murdered in 15. Sorry, fuck. Should you do a timestamp spoiler? Yeah, let's do a timestamp spoiler. Uh, Wait, you're telling me characters are murdered in a Jason no, film? Well, I'm sorry. but it's surprising because you don't think it's going to be them, but then they all die. So anyway, we're like, how do these people all die? They must not die because we still have more of this movie, and I love all these characters. And then it was just like a psych where we just get more characters to yeah. interact with Jason. And I was like, I was a little worried this movie would stay on the planet for the whole time because we already had 15 people to keep track of and stories with all of them. There's the double dick story. Yeah. There's... Love dicks. Maybe that was it. Is that the only story? I mean, there's Sky Marshall. There's Sky Marshall. There's Bird Lady. Spoiler. Not the right God. I mean, there's farmers everywhere. There's fucking farmers. So, I was talking about the farm. I was being silenced earlier when I was. Well, now it's time to talk about farmers. Uh, it's terrible. These farmers in Roku-san don't understand that if they don't sacrifice along with the Federation, they'll live under the subjugation of the bugs. I those think... four-legged freaks. One third of one of those farmers' lines was blowing raspberries at other characters. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> that guy's rules. That's a good movie. Yeah. 
Some movies don't have anyone blowing raspberries at all. <laughs> Where do you think that expression came from? What do you think? Why do think they say that? It's a sex thing. Is it? It's really a sex thing. Yeah, you I have fuck, no idea. Josh, you never Blowing fucked a berry. Raspberry? Never fucked a berry. You never, you you never, never stuck just my dick one in a into, berry? A, into a raz. That's the and that's the parlance. It's called razzmatazzing. Razzmatazzing. I've never razzmatazzed. Well, that's a shame. I've never Raz- lived, raspberry. gentlemen. If you'll excuse me, I'm off to market thirty-two to get some raspberries. Have sex with a berry. A you, raspberry. You could do it with those spin drift cans too. That'll do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Why do they, why, why do they say rasp? We all say ras. Why say rasp? Because, what do you think that's all? I think about? the British probably say raspberry. raspberry. You want to try it? Raspberry. Raspberry. I also re- uh, read Mrs. Dalloway the other day. No one fucking cares. And I also read the the, uh, the redheaded um, wild lady from uh, to the I watched Bridgerton, which is like in, the same uh, thing. Was oh yeah, Death in the Nile, but they had her doing a French accent. I'm reading On Chesil Beach right now, and it's like the most British book ever. On Chestnut Beach? On Chesil Beach. Chestnuts roasting mm. on an open beach. It's a Ian McEwan book about two people. Sorry, that... come again? <clears throat> Ian, <clears throat> Ian McEwan book about two people that get married and have sex, and then we both learn that they're British, and they don't know how to have sex, and it's really good. Not for me. Wait, sex, being British, or this book? Uh, all of the above, my friend. <laughs> you're not going to get me this time. Are you it's glad like you're born an American? For three there. I sure am. And not a British this man? This made me feel really good about being American. <laughs> I felt great about it. It was us. So, okay, so here's something that I love. I love Judge Dredd, the comic book, because it's the ultimate gambit where a bunch of like anarcho-punk weird Hawkwind fans who did a bunch of acid were like, oh, what if we made a thing where we just hang out with the fascists? The whole thing is we're not going to criticize fascists indirectly. We're just going to spend all of our time with fascists and we'll just like that's the perspective we'll see the entire world from. And this is sort of like the American Judge Dredd. That's where I'm landing on this. Mm. Spawned from the brain of, of Paul Verhoeven, uh, that perverse Dutch man who... And in this movie, someone gets sexually aroused by murder when they're watching the, the, the executions and all the Federation troops are like, ah, and it's, yeah, exactly. They're, they're really getting off on um, it. Mike, just for all listeners at home, the, Mike the, did a the, jack. Yeah, pantomimed the jack off motion. Wow. Yeah. Mike, it's an audio format. You I know, think if you're gonna I, I'm do not it an for, expert like If you're you going to do okay? it, you just, you can't joke around. Here, uh, should yeah. I, 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 they can effects? tell when you're joking. Uh, Is that better? That Would that yeah, communicate? That okay, that I think. Okay, really. What yeah. are you talking about? Better, Josh. That was, so that was fucking yeah, awesome. I, I'm not complaining. I didn't do acapella for nothing, the, guys. Can we get one in the clear, Mike. Just for edit purposes, one in the clear. <laughs> okay, Charles, you kind of were making a noise one more time. I think that's in the clear. We got that? <laughs> if you weren't sitting in this room watching him pretend to jack off, you'd have no idea what's happening. Right, he was I, I think I'm communicating very clearly. It could be you were attacked by a bug. I just I think about You could have been attacked by a bug. I to be attacked by a bug. My coworkers could like listen to this. I just realized. Yeah. We'll, we'll bleep, bleep, we'll bleep everything. We'll bleep everything we're going to bleep everything. This is just going to be one my whole long. audio. <laughs> we're worried yeah, about dying. spoilers yeah. and also talking about all this shit. So we'll timestamp all the stuff you did jack off stuff. Cool, we'll, cool, 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 cool. Right? We can. We have the technology. I mean, I just watched the episode of um, Mad Men where uh, Sally's jacking off. And I just feel like if they had done it in a way and slapping her across the face. We don't want to slap Mike across the face. We're not Betty Draper. We're not Betty or Dom. I don't I don't Dom. Domson Draper. Dom Draper. That's a porno. Dominic Draylor. Dominic Draylor. Okay. That's his name. Well, okay. So the I I think the weird thing about the introduction of all the characters, like you said, in in these like instances in this movie, is that they die so like the attrition of characters is incredibly rapid. Just in those first instances of on the ship, 
Like there's a bunch of people who yeah, meet yeah. and they immediately die. And then there's like the aide, Dix's aide, uh, Lamp or Camp, whatever her last name was, and she's Lamp, one scene yeah, gone, like all that mm. stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's churning cinema. Yeah. It's just like this is a movie about war, and it's I don't know. You watch like fucking Mel the Mel Gibson movie and the Hacksaw Ridge, where it's just like superheroes all killing just. Japanese people and no one dies except for the bad guys. It's cool to just have like characters come in, get executed by bugs in the machine, and then just we meet. Oh, there's no, there's an unending stream of people that will be murdered, and that's good. It seems fair to say also that uh, despite the whole Marauder suit thing, they're actually even Rico is not like a superhero in this. Like he is actually not, to my mind, given mm. abilities beyond. But, but what humans can do. The, the runner with Rico is that like he's like the most glorious thing is just a fight. I'm a grunt for life, babe. Right, and that's part of it. Like like he. Yeah, Ironside his... wasn't in the first one either. Right, but it's it's like the fascist hero is not has no ego. All he wants to do is fight. He just serves his purpose. Rico doesn't want to be a general. Rico wants to kill. Also, bugs. and obviously this is stating the obvious, but he isn't a hero. Like this movie presents us with heroes, but the actual heroes are. Second, sorry, sorry, uh, Charles is confused. Charles. Sorry, what? Just stick with what we said. I don't remember. We're not speaking of the Federation. Oh. I don't feel comfortable with that. You don't feel comfortable with that? No. I'm not comfortable recording sedition on, on, yeah, we're on not, audio. Like we don't, you don't want to go... And I'm not jacking off. I'm getting hanged. It's good. You know, it's good you said hanged. Yeah. people say hung. I know. They said I'm it like, in the fucking uh, movie. Stupid much? And also, I went to college. I'm sorry to you keep say hanged. mentioning all the books I've been reading, but apparently, how do you when you ignite a cigarette? How sure, do you hold on for one sec? Do you know what the favorite sound in the world is to this man? Creak. What's that you ask? Oh, it's the spine of a leather bound book. Look at you can. Oh my god, you're He's the noticing it. You <laughs> did point at it. You did point at it. I know. You but did point at it. I just like you're the only. Did you notice the books in the room when you came in? I did. I've actually read a. I was kind of taking a peek through here. God, there's so oh, many wow, so many books. So many tomes. When you, yes, Mike's going to talk about the three-body problem. I've read a book. The three-body problem. When you, um, when you um, smoke a cigarette, what do you say? What's the verb to the igniting? Rip a butt. Uh, like the present tense or past tense? Past tense. I lit a cigarette. What would you say? Fired one up. Fired one up. Fired one up. In the 50s. But that's just because I'm like a rebel who displays on my And before, rules. they'd say lighted. I lighted a cigarette. Really? Yeah, I read a. Um, yeah. Isn't that like the, the the pure lead paint era though? Was that like the long? <laughs> you were like reading like the long goodbye. And yeah, it was. What's her name? Um, he wrote "Strange on a Train." Sir and shit. Arthur Conan. Uh, yeah, Doyle. yeah. The king of uh, dinosaurs. Of dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I said dinosaurs. Oh dinosaurs. shit! Between OBGYNs and dinosaurs. Do you think? Exactly. Would hey, you? Hey, you know what? Noam's reading fucking Dinotopia, bro. Oh, so hell yeah. For, for the he's like me. That's my son Noam. He is almost three, and he loves Dinotopia. He's like me. He I reads love a Dinotopia. book. Uh, yeah. What's that? Creek. He's the favorite sound. <laughs> I'm just walking into books. Your apartment smells of rich mahogany. Creek. Yes, he sits in a large leather chair. No, it's vegan. Sorry, a pleather chair. Thank you. And I crack mahogany. Isn't that a wood? It, it is, is wood. wood. I, it was about your bookshelf. Huh. Oh, I'm not sure. I got that from a coworker. It's also a yeah, Mike, you reference to Anchorman, but sure. You think that's mahogany, bro? You know How much I'm would you to, pay? I'm trying to boost him here. I'm trying yeah, to build him up. I'm no, living underground. They can room. All they know is he's got books. Oh, no, shit. They I'm know. saying he's classy. We paint a We've picture. We've talked about it. And what's on top of the bookshelf to show how classy he is? Cameras. How many? Mike, I am too dumb to make shit up. 
I just I see a bookshelf and I can't describe anything other than what's in front of me. You've got four hundred episodes of making shit up, Charles. Is it really four hundred? I don't know. No, I don't think so. It's, it's, it's got to be. We like would have had a party. It's two sixty-five. Really? Well, kind of the old one, I guess. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, my Which other does. one. I my think it's action- non-canon. All of that, hey <laughs> listeners, all of the stuff before the ty- the, the, the the rebranding is non-canonic. Sixty-eight. Starts it's like the, the Mandalorian armor. We all loved it. It's not doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? When they when they relaunched the Disney Star Wars Mandalorian armor, the really good book about Boba Fett's survival. In the oh Sarlacc yeah, in the Sarlacc. Oh, yeah. that was erased, and that book was fucking cool. That book was that, maybe that, that, one of the best. I, I, the treatment of Boba Fett deserves like a, a like a thesis or something. Maybe its own television show on maybe. Disney Plus. <laughs> Should I pitch Grogu. that? Spoiler: <laughs> That would, that would uh... baby Yoda named Grogu. Wait, that's the Mandalorian. I don't fucking know. You have crazy. 228 episodes. That's Holy so shit, crazy. Guys. I can't believe it. Yeah, I've been going yeah. strong. My coworker is you know, currently I think the show's listening. better now than it's ever been. Yeah. It wasn't You're very welcome. good. Uh, it didn't start off great. All right. So let, let's, let's, I feel like we should get back to the movie. As, as, <laughs> I as love a, having as a, a guest. This as is a great. Fan, as a fan of this podcast, I, yes. I feel the urge to on track. Well, good. Because I got lots to and talk like, about. May I okay. say, it's always nice to meet a fan. Charles, take it away. Can okay. This might maybe it's too late because we're already part three. But what I've loved so far is that each this is wonderful franchising is that each of the new movies has given us new bugs and not just like dumb alien shit where we're just like I hate these bugs. These are fun. Like the second one had some wonderful horror bugs, and this has some really great action bugs and the giant god bug. Yeah, giant god bug. Yeah, bug grenade. Bug grenade and war Laz- of the world. Yeah, laser dick. Laser bug. dick. Bug. Scorpions. They call them. Yeah. No. It did actually look. Like and a then it also. They them scorpions. Oh wait. Yeah. So was the was the cage that ate Jenga? Was that actually just the big that was god? Part of the big god. That's yeah. big god bug. Yeah. yeah. Planet bug. Planet bug. Magubla blah. Uh, Bahima coil. No, it maybe with an M. Yeah, it begins with an M and ends with coitus. I think it starts with a B. No, it starts with an M. It was very Lovecraftian. Which I liked. I think he might be right about the B. No, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> it had an M in oh, it. Let's both look it up. I'm right. So go ahead. Uh, Just prove me right. I, I love am... this. This movie, I think the catching the, the the weird religious fervor, the battlefield stuff, that just like covered so much ground. I'm I'm so fuck I love I love this movie. All right. Yeah. Counterpoint. It sucked. So here's here's, it, here's No <laughs> Mike Listener, doesn't like Turn it movie. off now. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. I think that this is a it's so bad it's a good movie. That's what I mean. I, I think. I think. I think. Okay, doing a farmer. They're bit. farting and puking. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> here's the thing: if you like the first one and don't like the third one, I'd love to know why. Because to no, me, they are identical. I think, okay, I think the problem ultimately is structural. I think you're right that basically, okay. from a message perspective, I totally agree that the. The cutaway sequences to like Nazi TV were fantastic, and I think that um, uh, the I think broadly the weakness of the film is the pacing, the curious desire to constantly name the environment, the fairly intricate path by which we reach the conclusion that religion is the opiate of the masses, right? Like, the, and, and and that is something that uh, I think the end of the movie really pays off. Because the last sequence is, oh yeah, we can weaponize this to benefit the Federation and the closing line service means citizenship. It's just a like, let's stay on task ultimately mm. here. So all this to say, message-wise, check. 
effects from the perspective of like the fascist like uh, propaganda. Check pacing and structure of this movie wild. Just okay, and it, I maybe it's because yeah. yeah. Go ahead. It it is certainly like again going back to my earlier observation where it's like oh they're they 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 really committed to world building in this and we did get an, a huge amount of information and the fact that for example we think Rico may have died Rico's okay Rico's in prison Rico, mm-hmm. like there's it, it does but that happens in around. the first one too right but that that's directed by Paul Verhoeven who's a ma- who's like he one is, of the best directors of all time it's and not I'm not saying it's it's bad I'm just saying like I think I agree with Mike in the sense that yeah gun to head the seams of this show more than the first movie. But not like in a way where I am dinging it in, in a significant way because it's a direct video. No, I think you've all talked me off the ledge. I think one is better overall. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. a better movie, but I do like the each character wasn't just like everyone is a character. They all have their own thing. Maybe some of them aren't quite that good at acting, but most of them are. But in the first movie, it's not about them being good at acting. They're just there to be pretty and look good because they're part but of the property. Like movie. this, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe this has. There are a lot of stories in the first one, but this one is like Jingo is doing his own thing and Bull is doing his own thing and and uh Bull should be named Sky White Marshall. Picket Fence Bull. That dude. Yeah. I, I, I think I think Jolene Boylock did a really nice job. Who? Uh, uh Lola. I actually think that was Yeah, she yeah. was good. Yeah, she was good. Fucking Sky Marshall ruled, especially Sky at Marshall. the end when we learned he's been wondering he was like I love that he just is like, I'll sign your autographs. I'll, yeah. I'm, your, I'm your boy. And then it's like, he slowly devolves into being a religious nut. And then it's like, by the end, you see him almost filleting the brain bug to like have a communion with God. And it's just, I, he, I, I think he, he's going to get my MVP, even though I love. Sorry. Are you making noises? I moved the thing. No, I think this, the, this guy, I think the sound. I said I did it. It's Josh. I'm Sorry. Yeah, he's. I think he has an incredible arc, and he just is good from start to finish. I really love the Sky Marshal. Okay, so you're locking your MVP. I'm locking in, in with Sky Marshal. Are you going with Lola? I think I am going with Lola because really she's the only thing that kept whoa, the whoa. desert sequences moving. And oh. that's in retrospect. There's a lot of walking in the desert in this movie. Yeah, and I'll she I'll give you that. Going, yeah, I'll but, give you that. Yeah, I'm like, what is it? The, Pesach? It is. It is actually, it is actually Passover. Pesach. Yeah. The, oh um, shit! Maybe it's more. Um, I've already eaten way too much matzah. Anyway, the um, I think I actually think the uh, another kind of good performance was the doctor who yeah, feels he like good. he was under under maybe under relied upon in that movie. Um, I think that's the thing is they did have just too many people yeah. partially because they needed the fucking ending where three of them are hanging like blood bags that can talk which by through. the way A plus yeah that's so A sick. plus work that was dope this had, yeah. to, this had to get to a really crazy big finale and I think again I said Lovecraftian earlier and that's like just like so sick like a massive unknowable planet bug evil emerging yeah absolutely Earth, like, up, like, I totally yeah. and if you have no effects budget you get uh, Sky Marshall gesturing dramatically in front of that thing, but the spiked dudes talking in unis- unison. It looks that, good, too. I honestly, yeah. I'm glad this was made in 2008. I think nowadays it would have been, I don't know, I liked the looming sort of v- vagueness. I think now it would have been much more crystal CGI. And I really liked how just weird it looked. His mouth was, the bu- bug's mouth was so fucking weird. I would have liked a little more... CGI budget for like the big Marauder fight. I yeah, think. yeah, no, yeah. but that the the big planet bug, especially, I think, looked really good from the way they had so, to do it. 
So I asked who you guys... We're talking. Josh, we're just boys talking. So I had done that part where I was polite, and I was like, what's your pick for MVP? Yeah, I know. We established that. Maybe... So what? What's the point here? Maybe you could... Could what? Ask me. Oh. Wait, Charles, who was your MVP? He Actually, no, said. I gotta say, my boy, I love the Sky Marshal, and his ending you is like the Sky he, he has his arms outstretched like Jesus on the cross, mm. and he is deposited directly into the mouth of the, the giant big, bug. The big, the it's the fucking best. He was the so sacrifice. Good. Okay. He was so good. Okay. Oh, Josh. Oh, I, I didn't even say. Oh, Josh, I didn't see you sitting there. Okay. Oh, in the corner. That'd be me. Who's your MVP? The Catholic God. <laughs> I my MVP is Catholicism because Josh, you always got to do something there funny. Is Josh, well, first of all, it's a Trinity. He wants us to win. It's a Trinity. No, don't not in this one. I don't this think it is. A God is the right God, as Holly says. It's, the, it's not the wrong God. Oh my God, Holly's so fucking Holly, good. The shot of Holly uh, laughing in ecstatic religious bliss as the fucking cross-shaped Marauder guns blast out. Oh both she gets a halo of mechs. This was a psychotic. I just think that, like, when it comes to this franch- this series of this podcast, Mike, was essentially what we're asking is, do these franchise things, are they just, like, fatuous cash-ins that are just stupid, cynical ploys, or do they go hard as fuck to, to say, no, we're going to go so hard in this world? This goes harder than the first movie. It's not uh, better. Yeah. It goes harder. It goes harder. harder. That's and what that's I was confusing. that's what a franchise movie is for. And yeah. by the way, one note of complexity on exactly what you're talking about, let's bear in mind that the religious turn for a little bit Holly, but really Lola is an event that happens in real time that she ascribes to God. And there is a legitimacy to the belief that she holds in that instant. It is an uncynical belief in God. Yeah. And when she requests to Dix that she needs to be married in a church, that's fair. And the immediate turn of Holly herself being in the, the the propaganda videos, it is it, it's it's more than it's not Holly doing this because she thinks it's right for the Federation. It's she's doing it because she thinks it's right. Period. And the Federation saying, "We can just let her talk, and yeah. we're going to get what we achieve." And, and and I actually think that that is a brilliant choice. I actually think that exactly what you're saying. This was not mailed in. This was an absolute appropriation of how I think largely religion op- operates in, in, in society. Okay, I didn't follow you there, but yes, Catholicism is my MVP. Right, good call. The strongest force in the film. I feel moved by it. You cry. I feel the power of God inside of me. I don't cry. Which part? Uh, I don't Middle? Middle? Rectum? <laughs> no, no. Like up middle. I'm not sure. Upper rectum? It could be the upper rectum, yeah. <laughs> I am not a doctor. Uh, a nipple rectum. I'm not a doctor. If you will. That's your response to my question about your rectum. Mike, not a doctor. Mike, I don't know. Mike takes all types in this crazy world. Sure does. I'll leave it at that. My dog got um, porcupine today. Yeah. And I almost brought her to the vet. And then I was like, what are doctors but people like me? It's like the line from WandaVision. What yeah. are doctors? <laughs> so I just grabbed a player of um, wire cutters that I yeah. used to do my sound system. And we got those fucking quills out. Yeah. Your poor dog. She was good. Oof. No, I mean, put like I don't know, 
rubbing alcohol on it or something? I spit on it. Good. Patooey, 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 okay. patooey. Listeners, Charles is having a laugh. Don't spit on your dog's open wound. No, we have also, to tell people not to come to the vet. I don't want to get the, the fucking emails. All right, you don't check the emails. I don't know how to check the emails. I, I check the emails. You know how many we get? Zero. Zero emails. Hey, I'd homework, like to get an email homework, from people saying, in homework, I spat on my homework, dog and they didn't like it. In Homeward in homework Bound, the dog gets porcupine, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, chance. Chance gets porcupine. So it's Chance, Shadow. And who's the cat? Mr. Miss, Pibbles. Misty? Misty? Miss, I don't think it's maybe. Misty. No, it's not Misty. It's Carruthers or something. It's not God, Carruthers. It's Chance, Shadow, and... And ch- a Chance is Michael J. Fox, who plays Shadow. That's Michael J. Fox. That's so Michael funny Fox that I could too. see that Come so on, many. Dog. I could see that so many times as a kid and never know who. That's the beauty of being a child. Guess how long that movie is? Eighty-four beautiful movies. That's eighty-two. Don Amici, his shadow, a wise his... golden retriever, and Sally Field as Sassy. I was Sassy. in my head. I was doing. You're close with Missy. I was close. Missy. Missy. It was closer if you said Missy. Can you say Missy? Missy. Yeah, it was pretty close. It's like if you're doing the wordle, you'd get three greens and, and, and the, two greys. You're absolutely right. The yeah. great Robert Hayes is in that movie, who you may recall from a little movie I call Airplane. <laughs> what do other people call it? Uh, Robert Hayes is an American actor known for a variety of film and television roles since the 1970s. That's what you call the movie Airplane? Yeah. Wow, that's fun. He's in Airplane 2, which is also really good. Airplane 2 is really good. There's only two of those, right? No, there's three. We, <gasps> could, we could do that series. Man, I oh, love boy. those. I think a Kirk. I think a Kirk. I think a fucking uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah, Captain Kirk shows up in the third one. Shatner. Oh, Shatner does. That's one. perfect. Yeah. Is he still alive? I hope so. He's still he is, Yeah. Yeah. He went to kicking. space. Remember? Ah, that's right. He did go to space very recently. Yeah. God. Thank billionaires. Feels like a risky. Thank you, move. billionaires. Only billionaires could he go to space. Some people in this country, and it, uh, particularly that one uh, Elmo Gonoff, if you catch my drift from, from Vermont, you know what I'm talking about? I think we catch your drift, yeah. Kind of an Elmo Gonoffy, how do I say it? No, you said it. I said it, yeah. 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 Nose? Is that, is that the end oh, of that sentence? Oh, I don't know if it's that simple, Mike. It's more of like a verminous scent of... Remember when they called Jews bugs in this movie? I sure do. Yeah. This happens in Survivor. We saw it happen in, in Race Wars. Uh, the white yeah. team turns on Jonathan really hard. Yeah, that was vermin fucking and a cancer. They literally and then no one, them. dude. I no want to know what they it, right? edited out yeah. of that season. Like, I, I want to know. That Adam guy's a piece of shit. I, I hate that. Guy. There are very few redeeming characters from that season. Oh, oh certainly uh, very few Ozzie. white redeeming Ozzie. characters from okay. that season. Oh no, that that's that was true. hold on. rough. We're not, we're oh, not we're spoiling odd. it. We're spoiling it. Can you put timestamps in for this too? I keep having to squint, and we, yeah, just keep squinting over. I there. can't yeah. see it anymore. There are going to be some allusions to the end of Survivor Race Wars, and if you've never watched Survivor, the <laughs> and if you don't know what race the phrase Survivor Race Wars what? means, it's not complicated. <laughs> I will they say, they pitted four say, racial groups against each other. They didn't market it as Survivor Race. Yes, they did. They, they did. did mar- they said what it if wasn't the called. Competed? It wasn't oh, called Survivor Race Wars, but it was definitely marketed the as first episode. It's the like, best race. What if the races fought? Like in a war. Yeah, they, well, they switched that up like f- the three episodes it's in. It's one maybe? of the great moments of the They're show. like, we're merging like, tribes. Let's yeah. get so, done. Yeah. So what did y'all think about this? Did we learn anything? And everyone's like, nope. No, no. not really. Learn nothing. It's like, let's never talk about it again. Yeah. Good show. We're not allowed to talk about um, the only potentially redeeming white person from that season. Parvati? Yeah. We're not allowed to talk about her. Okay. Hey, we did hunks of the last episode. I wanna I wanna say I wanna give it back to Mr. Casper Van Dien. I think he was an absolute snack in this. He looks movie. better than one. Maybe that's why I also thought this was better than one. 
Yeah. Dix loses hunk points for getting beat up by a pair of farmers. That's in a humiliating. Bar. That sucks, yeah. dude. Lola, it, she's a babe. Dude, I know. I will have to say, kind of gets the hunk points. She's I, uh, yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty badass. She's yeah. I think Brick remains my favorite hunk overall because Brick was just very attractive. Yeah. Too. You miss Brick. You miss Brick and absolutely shredded. Okay. Shredded. I, you I, could Google. I said brick this. And I said two. this during the film. You'll come close. I this movie makes me want to watch two. Yeah. Like, it's and you'll like it. Yeah. You'll like it better than this one. I think. I don't really? know. I don't it's know. much simpler. It still maintains the. Are you calling my brother stupid? No, he was just. Com- Are you calling my fucking brother? No, I'm not brother doing that to his face. A stupid idiot. If he com- he was just complaining about um. He does. That's nice to have a bro that's got you, bro. Fuck you, Charles. He's got a. You guys both have <laughs> reciprocal bros getting bros. I have yeah, no we're getting, bro. We're getting bro out. Josh I gotta get I just, my bro down. Josh here. and I just. Can we can we do a predator handshake for one second? I hate predator. Oh. I'm Carl Weathers. <laughs> hey, I like. Uh, <laughs> I'm predator. Uh, so I pick Catholicism. You pick. Wait, we did the wait I want to do a hunk. Go pick your hunk of the week. Hunk. It's the hunk. Oh, of your little the fella over there. Um, What's your hunk of the week? Mm, I'm so glad you asked, the little Irish man. Um. You just assumed he was Irish? Wow. I was totally Irish. No, well, he's he Irish. No, he totally Irish. I think I'm going to have to go with um, Lola. Yeah. Two for Lola. Lola. Yeah. Two for Lola over Honestly, the one vote for Casper Van Dien. Lola I'll stand wins. by my man. I mean, stand the, by Casper. I think there, there were a lot man. of pretty people in this movie. Yes. Everyone except for the one guy that didn't like getting naked was looked good naked, a I thought. A lot of boob shots. Yeah. The, yeah, there's a wonderful a prerequisite in these films. Yeah, but it was really great when they all they have to get naked to get into the mech suit, and then it like ends with a full like anime style like here's everybody's stats and blood types, and they're all naked, and and then they just have a whole just wide shot of all six of them or seven of them just standing there. I, I think it's a little beautiful. bit of a miss that they didn't they didn't take Rico's like stats and have like. Two of them like really high, right? Like, like something yeah. just like off, and the then charts, just zeros. Right? Yeah, the rest of them. Like... <laughs> but we do see a lot of expectancy. Um, in Disco short, Elysium, yeah. he's definitely playing as a meat beast. Oh, oh, are we absolutely. gonna do this right now? Or are we gonna go deep on Disco? Because no. that's a whole other he, episode. We do We've see. Done an episode. We should yeah, do we see um some shrouded dick, which is always nice. That's, that's true. true. We get closer to Dong, which is you know, hey, a boy can dream. Yeah. Um, Either that man was really malformed, or he had something covering his penis. He had something. I think they covered the penis. Wait, who? You can't know for sure. Uh, you're right. I can't. And that's the thing about faith, Mike. And, <laughs> and film. And the Lord. And film. Yeah. Um, let's ask the question. Mike, uh, welcome to the show. Um, it's my brother, Mike. Thank you for the uh, intro. You're very welcome. Uh, are you at this point, and a minute ago you said you very much weren't, so I want to see where you land on this. Are you asking when will it end? If we said, Mike, number four, let's go, are you in or out? I am in. I am not asking when will it end. Yeah. No, wow. So actually, we never do this. But I'm, I do have some exciting news that I'd like to share with you. Mm-hmm. That Ed returns for five. Mm. Casper is a producer on four and returns to do voice work. So, like, I was a little worried that four and five, they're animated. They were made much more recently. They're animated? Yeah. yeah. They're actually... Um, Which, as we found with the Chronicles of Riddick series, that, that, the best one that we thought... The best one was definitely the end. So, to me, it seemed like maybe it was going to be so divorced from the Troopers verse that it wouldn't really have much meaning. But it seems like they're getting some talent back. So, this actually could be really good. And I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I'm I'm definitely not asking one more. No. I, well, I mean, look, I, it's only ratifying my choice. Yeah. I, I think... I will provide the caveat that I, I want to reiterate that I think that this is, on a certain level, so bad it's good. And and that just comes down to like the absolute chaos of the structure of this film. But 
did they remain consistent to the universe and maintain the tone and broadly message of the original film? Yes, they did. I do want to see more. Great. Do you want to know more? Are you going to tell me more now? Spoiler He's alert? Thing. Do you want to know more? <laughs> do you, you want to buy it? more? Clicky, clicky. So good. Clicky, clicky. Oh, God. I love this movie. I'm I not am. asking when it No, you're not asking right either. Now, my friend. I'm excited to see four. This was great. This series has been an unexpected bonanza. I know. I, I thought we this. we were like, oh, we like first one, but the rest are yeah. probably going to be absolute because garbage. Because of the RoboCop series, we were just so concerned that it would get bad in a hurry, and it it, it completely got more insane. And, and we've and we've talked dashes. about it, but we also thought that you know no one understood the first one in in '96 or whenever it came out, so we were very concerned that they would continue to just pull off of oh war is good movies well th- i mean think about think about the timing of robocop and starship troopers and like the 911 oh sorry sorry, sorry no sorry, no but sorry. like like the that robocop lands really well it's a cop movie made in 80 80s in the 80s 80s yeah. and uh this movie a satire about fascism made in the 90s fast yeah, forward to now uh, at, no, the first one was ninety six. Okay, yeah. I saw and, it when I was a teenager. Sorry, I know a more tween, about this actually. Than you, do, Josh. you don't. I'm confused. And, uh, That's all. The, uh, um, <laughs> I'm just confused. And here we are, present day. Like I am not remotely surprised that RoboCop is not landing well now. It's a fucking cop movie. No, the original is perfect. Well, well the original is okay. also a, sat- a cop a satire. satire. It is a satire, but, but like, the second one goes full fashion. Exactly right. And and these right. movies, That's what we thought was these movies unexpectedly are maintaining the fascism bad. We going to satire in a really effective way on some levels. And I, I it's confusing to me because in 2008, America just got the better it's ever, the best it's ever been with Barack Obama as president. So I'm confused as to oh, what boy. the observation is. So we're all locked in. Any final thoughts on the movie? I think we did such a good job talking about Do you it. like that we did a good job? Do you want to go back and just listen to it? Yeah, Mike, sure. are you cool if we go back and listen to this episode? This is what we usually I do. I need to go to bed. We usually, okay. oh my God, the ladies oh, are God. so good at this. This guy... Josh is always has to piss or shit, and you're always having to fall asleep. I have two tiny it's children. I, I, yeah. I haven't slept Ooh. longer than four Ooh. hours. Whose choice was that? <laughs>